on, slay the stars. Shar spoke to Amara and learned some interesting things about the gods and why they left Vela. They met up with two travelers who told them a little more about the situation in Tel Nim, and they found themselves in the center of a giant crop circle. Extra, the extra fucking crop circles. <laughs> <laughs> they quickly packed up, tried to destroy a portion of the circle, and continued on their way. <laughs> I couldn't keep my shit together. <laughs> in fairness, neither did I. All right, so. <laughs> Why do I feel like every episode now just starts with me being like, okay, so, and you guys cackling in the background. <laughs> okay, so, get your shit together! <laughs> and our quest is complete. Uh, you guys, uh, anything, the most of this day of travel is going to be fairly uneventful. You're just walking through the prairie. Until you get to the hills and the first river. So in that time, is there anything you guys want to talk about or do? First, I'm going to roll my portents. Yes, that first. Ugh. All right. I've got an 11 and a 13. As far as talk or do, did I manage to get everything in my book? You did. Okay. There was plenty of time. You weren't disturbed. Uh, you now have Fortune's Favor, Mind Spike, and whatever new spell you chose for your wizard level. You don't have to tell us now. We can find out when you use it in the moment. I will reveal it later. All right. As far as talking, I mean, I think we'll probably discuss the crop circle, if that's what we're calling it here. I think if we call it anything else, it'll just make it confusing for everybody else. So we'll call it a crop circle. What would you have called it? No, I was just thinking a crop circle, honestly. There you go. If I if I say anything else, it'll give away what it might be. So I'm just going to call it a crop circle. Prairie pressing. A prairie pressing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> the look on Leah's face. <laughs> I'm... I'm broken. I'm not even mad. I'm just, I'm furious that I didn't think of that first. That's amazing. Uh, Holy hell. Anyway, we can talk about that. Um, so you got that it was divination magic. Yeah, it was very heavy. It, it's like, what did you say? Like it was like sprinklings all like around it. Every blade of grass. Like glistening. It's, with, yeah. it's as if somebody took a stamp of just divination magic and... And stamped it. Yeah. Seal of divination. Yeah, which is terrifying because what does that mean? I don't know what that look was for. Well, like, okay, so in the school, I mean, granted, I really only paid attention to the stuff I thought was cool, right? But right. a lot of times when attempting certain magics, they would they would draw on the ground like a focus. Kind of. So roll me an arcana check. Hold on, I need to pick my I need to pick my my D twenty. It failed me. It failed me hard. You said Arcana? Yeah. What'd you roll? A two. Um so swap, it's swap for the thirteen. We gotta get those averages up. It's so early on a travel day. But it's an arcana potentially dealing with your shit. <laughs> yeah, Zem, what are you going to do? <laughs> this hurts. This hurts. All right. I will use my 13 plus the 6 is a 19. All right. Zem, you've studied divination magic. And even though you were working on second level spells when you left the school. And so this is above your pay grade, you were around Dalius 12 plus hours a day. You've seen higher level divination magic. You've read about higher level divination magic. You've never heard of any spell, divination or otherwise, that would leave a mark like this. This on big. The ground. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, or even, not even just this big, but in general, the spells that you would think of like, locate object, locate person, they don't leave 
any marks. The person who gets located is usually not even aware of it. Even spells like scrying and stuff, you have to be able to see something invisible to even notice the moat. And even then, it, it's just like a little, and then it disappears. This is not normal for any sort of magic spell that a person would cast. It's just very weird. I'm getting the impression of either magics that are so far beyond us, even even during the Age of Splendor, they would have been beyond us, or it's been lost, or some combination thereof, or it's just brand new altogether. Oh, dear. I've marked it down in my journal. I drew what Torah saw. You can always ask your crystal when we get a minute. I just wanted to get away from it as quickly as possible. Yeah. When we stop. If you'd like to resolve that now, we could say that you guys eventually take a stop for lunch, and you could do that now. Snacky time. I would recommend doing that now mm-hmm. versus later when we get yeah, I mean, I, stuff in the evening. Yeah, I just wanted to not be walking no, so no, that it can yeah, swing as that it makes sense. is intended. Um, okay, so um, is it intelligence? Yes. 17. Okay, you have two questions. Was the magic worked back in the field something this world has seen before? You get a no response, left to right. Was the magic cast back in the field, cast by a being on this plane? The pendulum. Checkmate, bitch. (laughs) No, no, this is very confusing. I can already, I can hear the screams from people later. (laughs) Revealed for Coming when they realize. Do you want me to reword what, like, clarify what I mean? No, 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 no. Okay. This is fine. (laughs) Because it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you, you're holding the pendulum and it's, it's swinging back and forth. No, from the last answer. And you ask if it was a being on this plane and it slows down and stops and is suspended there. And for a moment, you're not sure if it's going to answer you, but usually whenever it doesn't answer, it just starts swinging in a circle. Mm -hmm. This time it again starts to say no again, but it's like, it's not swinging as obviously no as the last time it's swinging in a much more like hesitant motion so like the person is swapping to and from our plane Mm. like a yes no yes no no i'm i'm going to my inference from this is that regardless of what this being was or where this being was whenever it was cast it is not on our plane currently that is my that is my inference. What if it was? How would they even do that? That's insane. This is the most frustrating part about divination. Is like, I'm fallible, and I'm reading, reading these signs. If that is everything you're doing here, you guys have a quick lunch. You continue on your way. Eventually, it gets to be early evening maybe around four or so. You probably have a good four or five hours of daylight left. And you've noticed that the terrain here is less flat, still very grassy, still not a lot of um, vegetation larger than bushes. But you you hear it before you see it. You hear running water. And you're getting into some hillier sections. And you come to the first river. And this one's pretty big, wide. You wouldn't want to cross this on foot. You're not sure how deep it is, but it does seem to be moving fairly quickly. But as you approach the bank, you can see that there are small islands out in the river. And this river branches in multiple directions. And you can see in the distance off of this, most of them are probably coming from these taller mountains that are off in the distance. And just as 
this is happening, you hear a fluttering Zem, and you get a stabbing sensation in your head as another one of these paper birds crashes into you. Must you? <laughs> and when you turn and say that to it, it starts to unfold again. And, <laughs> and copyright. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this paper bird uh, does not have that Chanel number no. five smell to it. It is not from Dahlia. It is from Albus. And it says, and I'm the one that gets yelled at for the references. In fairness, that one was my fault. Yes, I know. I know. I'm aware. The note reads, we found the remains of your cart. I hope you are well. I was given paper birds today and leave to use them. I was shocked. I don't know who you're in contact with, but if they convince Genevieve to allow me access to these resources, then thank you. I visited an old friend recently, and it gave me some ideas about the source of this blight. What if there's something wrong in the Bell Wood? I'm going to do more research. I haven't found any information about the elves, but I promise to keep looking. Perhaps I can get leave to search the keeper section of the library? I'll ask Xander. Um, is there a, um... I'm going to read it out loud, first of all. I'll read the note out loud. Would I know, like, would we know about the Bellwood? Yeah, because you talked to Kai about it. That's where Kai's from. She was saying that she's afraid that the blighted creatures were coming from okay, there. Okay, and that was the first we had really ever heard about yes. the Bellwood? Okay. Okay, so there's that Bellwood again. It's weird to me that in my studies, I've never heard about it, and then I've heard about it twice in almost as many days. Well, Albus, you know that the friend he's talking about was Kai, because he was one of the people that went to the house. Right. So, but, like, still, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's coming, coming up. So I think that that is a place that we might need to visit, if we can figure out how. Should we go there instead of more bail? I'm not going to be that mean. <gasps> Hundred percent was fucking with you. Um, no, I actually don't care. I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't care where you go. So, more bail first, and then we'll make up our minds from there. All right. You are you keeping the paper bird? Are you destroying the paper bird? What are you doing with it? Destroying it. Okay. Oh, they got the paper birds. That was fast. Because I don't remember if I told you that I got them the paper birds. I don't remember if you told me either, so I'm sort of like, I want, I want to be like, he got scales when I can't. I used one of my questions as a favor. One of your questions? Yeah, remember I made a deal with Rafe that I get three questions I can ask? I thought it was five, but yes. Was it five? It was five, but you used two, two of them. Two, yeah, okay, I had okay, three left. Awesome. My five questions that are now two. <laughs> One of them I exchanged to get Albus paper birds because he's one of the people we can trust. I don't know why, but I feel like your last question, the one that should matter the most, is going to be like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you read this bird. You tear it up into pieces and throw them into the river. No, I don't. I'm not going to litter. We're gonna... <laughs> they wash downstream. No. Damn it. I like the Shard jumps into the river. No. <laughs> Don't litter, kids. Okay, how do you get rid of it? No, that's fine. I would have wanted it to be burned. Like, I'll tear it up now to, like, destroy any magic, but, like, I'll, I'll burn the pieces later. All right. The two of you start looking up and down the river for a place that was safe to cross because uh, Sita and Zania had said that they had found areas that were crossable. And you see a man a little further north up the river. He has a boat pulled into the shore. Uh, This far off, it's kind of hard to see much about him. He's dressed in all white. Looks pretty old. White hair. You can see that from here. I mean, am I getting vibes? Is this the same guy I saw before in my dreams? Could be. He's pretty far away. Just a boatman? But you are getting that deja vu feeling. I hate that feeling. 
I'm going to stop you. Um, and I'm going to like go, I'm going to dig him in the bag. I just need a second. And I'm going to pull out the tarot deck and shuffle through. And do I see the dude from my dreams in the tarot deck? I'm just going to put a note here. Subject to change. <laughs> no. Uh, oh my so God. The, can you imagine if all the figures fucking swapped cards? First of all, that'd be cool ass magic. But second of all, that would be confusing as shit. You know the cards can change. You already had the world card go black. I guess I'm also looking to see if anything else has gone black. Roll me an investigation check. And a, Son of and a bitch! A, guidance! We, guidance! Guidance! <laughs> plus two! Christ, for the guidance. Oh, you rolled the guidance. Um, what did you ask me to do? Investigation. 16 total. All right. Was that with the two? Yep. Cool. So, you search through the cards. Nothing seems to have changed on any of the cards you've identified so far. But you do see this man. Does he also have a boat on the card? He does not. Interesting. Can I tell you what I'm picturing in my brain? And because if it's similar, I'm going to be like, whoa. Okay, yeah. Tell wheel me. Wheel of Fortune. Tell me the Wheel of Fortune is more like a rack. And he's like this on the wheel. Like in the um, Leonardo da Vinci man thing. Because it's five points with his head. Yep. Are you cutting me? <laughs> To her freaking me out. Yep. I'm her wife too. That's that's exactly <laughs> what you see on this card. His clothing, however, Zem, it just looks very old-fashioned to you. You're having a hard time placing this. Are you showing the card to Char? Yes. Char, you look at this card. And it reminds you of, so, I mean, you worked in the Temple of the Divines for a while. A lot of the depictions of the deities there in these flowing gowns and sheathed toga dress sort of things, it reminds you of those portrayals. Should we talk to him then, or? I don't know, man. I I didn't really love the whole vibe of, like, throwing me a rope and then yanking it away when I reach for it. I'm sorry? Sorry, let me back up. So I had a dream. Okay. One of those dreams. Yeah. And for the first time, it was like calm and peaceful. And then I noticed this guy on the bank and he tosses me a river. Nope. Nope. He tosses me a rope. <laughs> that's some whole, that's some uh, Gilgamesh shit. He throws a whole ass river at me. <laughs> And I don't know what to do. <laughs> I said die. <laughs> he throws me a rope and I contemplate and I, I can't get a read on him at all. Like I, I, I can't get a, a feel for this person. Uh, and I decide to reach for it because you know me. And then um, right as I go to reach for it, he yanks it back and then I get dragged away and then I woke up. Okay. Do you want to send Tora over there and I'll talk to him? I don't know why, but I feel like that's a bad idea, sending Tora over. Okay. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't go over. I, I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Um. So we got to throw him off his game. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I don't know that this is the same guy, but like seeing him reminded me of my dream and I just wanted to show you that I found this card. Well, you should trust your divination and I'll go with what you got to do. Okay. All right. We can, we can approach. Okay. In Elvish. I'm sure I was going to say. Uh, hey, are, are you going up river? He didn't seem to see you he looks around glances shark just waves oh hello um and he's answering you in elvish um i i could for price still in elvish uh, what kind of price you looking at oh um well how far are you trying to go as far as you're willing to go. To more bail? Sounds good to me. Uh, 
weather's not too, too, uh, too bad this time. What about, uh, about four gold? I got a lot of silver. How about three gold? Hmm. Well, you were the only people I've seen come through here today. I'll, I'll take three gold, but I'm not, I'm not waiting for you. I won't be bringing you back. That's, that's fine. All right, come, come on up. I think Char's realizing that you don't speak Elvish. Don't. Uh, he said that he can take us up to Morbill for three gold. Okay. You should have haggled down to two. You're right, I'm not good at this. <laughs> and you're just like... Char sulks the entire yeah. way over to the boat. What's your problem? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> As you get closer, he's you... gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have oh. the money out before I get to the boat, like so. I'm not like showing him that I have more. When you approach, uh, you see. First of all, both of you roll me insight checks. Seventeen. Okay. Nineteen. Okay. As you approach, you see that this man is very old. Not elvish. He is wearing clothes that look like they're from the garden. His arms are wrapped similarly to yours, Char. And uh, this river is moving fast. He has a big, heavy wooden rowboat. How this, like... 80-plus-year-old man is rowing this boat? You're not sure. I'm popping Detect Magic immediately. There are a couple things that you notice immediately Mm -hmm. about him. He has a veil over himself of illusion magic there is also a very powerful enchantment that seems to be affecting him right now what do you what do you mean like there's like an like an enchantment like enhancement type thing no you're not sure enchantment yeah enchantment it's giving off strong enchantment vibes Mm. what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean Powerful enchantment vibes. He has a veil over himself. Is there anything else? There is something in his bag that is almost impossible for you to look at. Char, you, when you cast Detect Magic, you are looking at him. The illusion almost is like a dim, flickering birthday candle in a dark room. The enchantment on him is incredibly powerful in comparison. Whatever this necromancy thing is in his bag, it, it actually makes you, like, flinch for a moment. Zem, you would you would notice it. You would notice Char's reaction in that moment. The flinching? Yeah. I... I've been with you through a lot at this point, and you always have a sense for what people have. And detect magic is something that I know about. So I'm going to assume that you've done it, and that's why you're flinching. Um, I just obviously don't know why or, like, what. Also, I really would like to um, bring yet another fandom in here and say, my precious. (laughs) (laughs) My precious. Yes. Um. But the old man puts his hand out to both of you and he says, uh, my name is, uh, my name's Cato. C-A-T-O. Do I believe him? He's not lying. Why does that name sound familiar? Being dumb. Mm-hmm. The name rings to you, Char, as Celestial. Okay. I'm going to stay in Elvish. Just, uh, I apologize. My friend doesn't speak the northern tongue oh um what and he flips over to 
common, as easy as day. Is this better for you, my dear? Oh, hi. Hi, I'm Kato. Hi, I'm, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to say Katie, and I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I'm Charlie. Nice to meet you, Charlie. Oh, Vif. Oh, nice to meet you. Um, yeah, the the rivers are moving not as bad as they were. They were very swift recently. Uh, the the Lake Limney must be pretty pretty full. Uh, and in in your mind, Char, you do a, a double take because the way he says Limney is again a perfect celestial way whereas like so this is uh you know in pittsburgh there's a place called north for sales Mm -hmm. a lot of people whenever they pronounce names of places from other tongues they'll say it with their own dialect and kind of flip it but like a carnegie versus carnegie type yeah yeah uh this lake which is one of the large lakes up in the mountains uh you guys would know about this it's sort of famous like the great lakes are in North America, um, you've heard this like called like limne, but he doesn't say that. He says limni, the celestial word for lake. So this is called Lake Lake, like so many places in the world. Like TT? Yeah. Oh, you mean Lake Limni? I'm still in Elvish, by the way. Yes. Uh, We've been getting a lot of rain lately, so it's making the the rivers flow a little more swiftly, but I can handle it. Coin first. Oh, I'm going to hand him the coin, the three gold. Thank you. Thank you. And he opens his bag and drops it in, closes it. Well, climb aboard. Oh, okay. Is it sturdy? Oh, I've been been piloting this boat for, for many, many years, my dear. I assure you. I, I just mean to step into him a little nervous. Oh, no, you're you're fine. Uh, and he, he like, goes to the front of it and puts his foot on it to keep it from, like, sliding forward. He's like, I, I've got this. It's fine. Okay. And I get in. Okay. You climb in. I'm going to deliberately trip into the boat. Okay. You trip. Ugh. Fall in. Oh, my. Are you all, are you all right? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm still in Elvish. Oh, Okay. Like, under my breath, I'm like, what is going on? So, just so you know, I'm trying to gauge his reaction speed. He didn't make a move for you. He did just, oh, are you okay? Like, anyway, uh, he starts pointing and he says, I'll, um, I'll paddle us over to uh, that swath of land over there uh, in the center. We'll take just a quick break and then we'll get to the other side. It'll be okay. Easy enough. And from there, uh, you guys can probably make it across the rest of these little streams if you just head a little further north. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, he starts rowing. And he does it expertly, fighting the current. He's not breaking a sweat. Char, you have done a lot of physical training. You're not even sure if you could do this. I'm going to, like, like kind of hit you a little bit, like like your knee or whatever, and then I'm going to make, like, a muscle, and then I'm going to point at the guy, and then I'm going to raise one eyebrow, like, what's happening? I'm going to just shove you a little bit to the right. <laughs> and Just, like, something's up. I don't know what it is. I'm waiting for something to happen. And he says... So, uh, what, uh, what's taking you all to, uh, to Morbale? Again, you're, if you were doing this, there's no way you'd be talking right now. You'd be so out of breath and overextending yourself. He's just talking, rowing the boat. Oh, um, I'm going to learn from the dwarves. Oh, what are you hoping to learn there? Some pottery, maybe? Pottery? Oh, by perchance? That sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, I, I we ran into some traveling traveling merchants who they make and sell pottery. They're from Morbel. Oh, yes, the the dwarves are are quite good, quite good at what they do. 
Uh, and you notice both of you rolled very good insights. His eyes go out of focus for a moment, like he's lost in thought. He's still rowing, still fighting the current. But the two of you are still kind of talking a little bit, and you're not sure he's listening. I, at that point... Is he still, like, is he here? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I'm going to, Shara's going to look around, like, active perception check around us, see if there's somebody, like, on the, on the sides trying to ambush. What are you doing, Amira? I'm focusing on this man very hard and very obviously. Like, I'm not, I'm not being rude, but I am, I'm trying to get a feel for him. I'm trying to understand what's happening. Like, all of this is weird. So that is where my focus is. 100% on this guy's, I'm assuming, back. I'm assuming this isn't, like, Venice. <laughs> no, he's looking at you. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's turned around. He's running across. He's looking at you. Uh, Sharp, you take a look around. You don't, you don't see anybody. There's no people around. You're kind of out in the middle of the wilderness. I'm because keeping, of the I still detect magic up for 10 minutes. Okay. So I don't know if that matters. I mean, at this point, it would, it would have been past. Okay. It's, it's taking a while to row across this river. But Zamira, you're focusing on him. And you see he kind of blinks once and his eyes refocus. And he looks at you. And he says, have you looked at the river? And his voice sounds a little different. Um, there's, there's less of that old man rasp there. He sounds more focused. I, I'm sorry. No, I haven't. I, I, I don't mean to be rude. I was looking at, at you. You just, you seem familiar to me. Oh. Well, does the river seem familiar to you, Zamira? My skin is crawling right now. Um, Shar actively is just like, the fuck did you say? In the moment when the both of you look at him, I need you both to make me strength saving throws. No, this is going to ruin my plans. 18. 13 minus, so it's 12. Shar, you turn around just in time to be like, what the fuck? And you watch Zamira, like, her eyes go wide, and she gets blown off the boat. Flies into the river. Splash. And starts being swept downstream. Zem, I will give you one chance to roll me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can grab a hold of, like, the side of the boat. You're still going to be in the water, but to keep from getting swept away from the boat. What was it? A deck save? Yeah. 15. All right. Zem, you grab with, like, one hand the boat. Uh, it's wooden. It has, like, a little piece that sticks out there. And you're holding on. The The man is sitting there. Shar, in that instant, your first instinct is to go for Zem. But you catch out of the corner of your eye. He sort of, like, shakes his head for a moment. And then he jumps up. Let's go with the oars. And he's like, oh, 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 dear. And he starts fishing around in the boat for uh, for a rope that he has. And he goes to throw it out towards Zamira to I'm, give her something to hold on to. I'm so going to slide like, over to him. I'm still within 30 feet. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel yeah. Divinity, Twilight Sanctuary. Okay. I can end any charm or frightened effect on creatures. Okay within that range and just first of all you get a d1 d6 plus two hit points if you need it at any point within this period of time and i'm going to reach over try to get the rope like tie it so that you can grab onto and pull as opposed to just grabbing onto an end of rope wait i can i can hold it but i don't think i can like if i'm sorry say this again you know like tie a loop around the end of the rope so that you have a handle like string oh got it okay Okay, so you do this. You touch this man to try to end this. I don't have to touch him, I don't think. Oh, I thought I thought It's you just within him. that 30-foot radius. Okay, you reach out with your channel divinity to end whatever's happening to this man just as he's, like, trying to get the rope to throw it out to Zamira. And when you do it, you see him, like, stagger for a moment and his eyes are going unfocused and he just topples over the edge of the boat and he gets swept downstream. And I grab him? Gone. If you do, you're going with him. Balls. He's gone. Now, 
your boat is now careening slightly out of control towards some rocks. Zem, you are holding on. You're trying to get a hold of this rope. Shar, what are you doing? Uh, trying to get her up on the boat first. Even if we have to go down river, I'd rather do it in a boat. Okay. Uh, I need you, Shar, to roll me an athletics check. And you know what, Zamira, you roll me an athletics check too. 13. <laughs> I'm terrible. Okay. <laughs> Is that another dice, Joe? No. I mean, yes, but no. Okay, so it, um, I'm so, you said strength check, athletics check. Athletics check. It doesn't matter. It's the same. It's an eight. Okay. So, Char, you are reaching out. You get the rope to her to try to give her something to hold on to, and you're starting to pull, trying to, like, get the slack back, trying to pull this rope in. Zem, you're trying to do everything you can to hold on to this rope, The but the movement of the boat in this river is starting to be a problem, and you your boat moves towards one of these rocks and up on it. Your boat is going to take... Two points of damage as you hit this rock. <laughs> the fact that I didn't get smashed is incredible. You got lucky on the percentile dice. <laughs> um, Fuck. <laughs> okay, so like I'm I'm looking around. How how like I'm not gonna be able to see much. Um yeah, this this rope is literally my entire lifeline. I'm I'm gonna like focus on this. Um, I don't want to wrap it too many times because like I don't also want it to cause me to drown. Yeah, Shar, what are you doing? Trying to get her on the boat. Okay, roll me another athletics check. Fuck you yes. roll me one too, Zem. Fuck. Fuck. That one's even worse. Ten. Okay. Eleven. All right, Zem, you get a better grip of this. And Shar, you're pulling with all of your might, pulling and struggling, throwing your whole body weight into this. Uh, Zem is not over the side of the boat. This time, the boat has now, like, hit that first rock and gone sideways. And you're coming around, and there's another rock there. And up against the rock, Zamira... You take one point of damage as it, you just, like, slide up against it and you get that, like, brush burn from the rock along the side of your right thigh. Um, okay, so I have a couple questions. Okay. How fast are we moving? Like, in a combat scenario, like, six seconds. Yeah, I would say that the you're being swept downstream at maybe 30 feet per oh, round. 30 okay. 30 six seconds. Um, and then... How, like, how are we close to a bank? You are about about midway in the middle of the river. How, how, but how far? It's pretty far. Like, okay. you're talking about, like, trying to swim? Um, I was trying to, like, see if I could make the banks come in a little bit. No. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a temporary hit point I would have given you first. I thought these were healing hit points. They are temporary, so you get four temporary hit points. So just give yourself three and take that I one apologize. point of damage off. No, you're fine. So, athletic checks again, both of you. Come on. Jesus fucking Christ. Is that 11. A six? This is the... 11. Eight. All right. Again, Zem, you are being pulled under now. Uh, you're struggling. You're starting to get water in your mouth. You don't know how much longer you can you can handle this and hang on. Shar, you're starting to get fatigued as well. This like spinning motion. Every time you think you have a hold of the rope, the the boat tilts again, and just the the rope's getting wet, starting to pull out of your hand. Uh, I'm gonna start like I'm I'm hardcore panicking. And I'm going to start yelling to you, Char, like, what if I, what if I just, what if I, what if I submit? What if I let go? No! <laughs> Char um, is very panicked. Them, you take one point of damage. Last chance. Shit. <laughs> Athletics checks, both of you. 
13, still not great. I'm going to... Portense. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, like I am. I'm going to portense this. It's uh, the 10, but it's still a minus one, so it's still a nine. I thought you had an 11. Didn't you have a 13 and 11? <laughs> I did, yes. So, so it's, it's a, a 10. 10. Yeah. That's good, because that's what you need to pass. <laughs> what was that, Char? 13. All right. So, Char, you finally, you put your feet up against the edge of the the boat, and you're yelling, no, <laughs> to Samira, trying to pull her in. Zem, you finally get a grasp on this, and you get one arm up over, <laughs> over the boat. You are no longer drowning. You're holding on for dear life. But the boat swings around one more time. And the boat is going to take slam. The boat slams up against another rock. And this time you can see that water is starting to fill up in the boat. But sure, you grab a hold of them now that she's there. You pull her into the boat. She falls in. Listen, guys, all I needed was for you to get a 10 and for you to get over a 12. That's all I needed. And you, I set the bar real low, guys. <laughs> You should know us. Are, but I'm a negative modifier. <laughs> That's why your DC was 10. I'm, I'm weak as F. <laughs> uh, but the boat, out of control. What are you guys doing? Okay, we're sinking. We're sinking! And spinning. I think we need to... Can we Can we aim for a bank and jump? <laughs> Maybe. You're not close enough. You gotta. You gotta either row or Jesus take the wheel, you know? One or the other. Okay, quick scan. You said he fell over. Oh, yeah. Did he have, did he fall with the bag that he had with him too? He did. He took the bag with him? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. He did not put that bag down the entire time he was there. Because, okay, then I misunderstood the way that you said that then. I've got, I've, I've literally got nothing. I have literally nothing. Oh, wait a minute. I, <laughs> okay. I have Mage Hand. I'm not looking for it to be able to steer us or whatever, but like, <laughs> if there's any way it can stop the spinning, but it's like, it can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> But, like, I literally have nothing else. Um, real quick, you're back up to four temporary hit points because I can keep that up for up to a minute, which is terrifying because I think it probably ends now. Yeah, it's getting close. You've gone four rounds now. Five and, rounds, I'll say. Yeah. What are you doing, Char? I'm going to take an oar and just try to stop the spinning and aim it. I'm really just – I'm trying to go forward, but I'm more like, let's aim at a bank. <laughs> Well, okay. if, if, can it, I mean, can the mage hand apply 10 pounds of force to whatever he's doing to help? Like sure. give advantage? You know what? I'll say between you helping, your mage hand helping, all this stuff, uh, roll me an athletics check with advantage. All right. Oh, shit. Uh, 15, 16, 16. Okay. You've managed to stop the spinning and you're using the or you're now going kind of like horizontally, which is the way you need to go, but like downstream. Aim at a bank. Aim at a bank. <laughs> okay. Uh, you were about halfway. You've moved a little further in just from the, the spinning of the boat. So you start heading to the far bank, the one you were aiming for last time anyway. And you start rowing. Are you taking both oars or are you, each of you taking one oar? Uh, the water is coming up. In the boat right now. I'm focusing on keeping the water out while he's focusing on... Takes okay. a bucket. I'll take both oars. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, like, I'll scoop. Zem, you're trying to scoop the water out. You're trying to plug it full of, like, whatever paper, non-magical, you can, like, rip out of something that's shoving the holes. Do you have, like, holes. a destroy water or anything? No. God damn it. Sure. A freeze water? <laughs> well, just, I mean, like, I mean, if I can ray a frost the boat... I'm going to keep rowing. <laughs> keep rowing. <laughs> Roll me that athletics check. Fucking finally. 21. <laughs> All right. Char. Thank you, guys. You finally are, like, getting into this. You are 
You are rowing as fast as you can. You're like, I don't know how this old man was doing it, even with an illusion spell. How was his body capable of this? This is really hard. Roll me a constitution saving throw. Fucking fuck. Nine. Okay. You're already starting to get tired. (laughs) It's been a long month. You are struggling. And with that, it's going to take you two more turns to get across this river. So I need another athletics check. Oh, God. Nine. Ten. Okay. Listen, that's all you need to keep moving. That's all you need to keep moving. The water level's rising in this boat, though. You're struggling. You're struggling. Captain Jack Sparrow, this shit. (laughs) (laughs) One more. You need over a ten to get to the bank. (laughs) The mage hand is going to plug the hole. (laughs) I think that's more than 10 pounds of force, but that's amazing. (laughs) 16. Okay, finally. You are gasping for breath. Samira's just like screaming and trying (laughs) to keep the water out of here. Right now, it's about like like mid-calf high in the boat, even with her efforts to try to keep the water out. Uh, Char, you're not sure if you can do this much longer. You've got this one, and then that's it. You're just hoping, and you feel the of the boat hitting the opposite bank. Scoop as much shit up as I can and get out. <laughs> Was there anything else in the boat that he had? I'm not even looking. Like no, any, no, if no, I no. see stuff, when I'm I got into the boat, I'm... was it just him, his bag, and the oars, or was there like? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, you're looking around. Uh, you, The only thing you find is a metal container with hinges, like a box. There's no lock on it. It's just like a flip-top box. Grab it and dive out of the boat. Okay. This is, it's heavy. You like, you, you go, you misjudge how heavy this thing is. And, and you dirt. go to pick it up. And yeah, you 100% <laughs> just fall out in the... In the sand. It's kind of like a sandy, dirty beach area you've just landed on. Sitting in the sand, kept trying to catch my breath. And then I look at you and I was like, that motherfucker really did throw the whole river at me. <laughs> <sighs> Why, though? Shar, as you were laying on the ground, breathing, holding this metal container, you're not sure what's in it. You, like, open your eyes a little bit. And you see something... On the ground. It's about, I don't know, a sphere, maybe the size of like a big marble. Yeah, like a big marble. It looks pearlescent. <laughs> Pearly. It's a little a little white, but like it has other colors in the light. Pearlescent. He's gonna hold it up. Yoink, I need that. that where'd it go? It's a <laughs> Yeah, Zam, you immediately recognize it. It's a freshwater pearl. What do you need to be? A hundred gold pieces for fortune's favor? I think so. Just big enough. (laughs) (laughs) For what you need it. I I hate that the modification was that it eats it during the spell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's not powerful enough to eat the fucking pearl. I know. It's you know, sorry. I mean, there are there are spells like when you cast them and it's like you need to take a, a gem worth X amount and grind it up. That makes sense to me. But when it's like a focus or just like a thing, like it doesn't make sense to me. Unless I'm grinding that shit to a powder. Why? Well, originally and, it was not. Yeah. Snorting it. So, yeah. Shar, you find a freshwater pearl on the beach. Zamira now has. And you give it to me very nicely. <laughs> As I yoink it out of your He's, like, laying in the dirt. He just, like, no other reaction. Just holds the pearl up above his head. (laughs) Bang. (laughs) I come over like a magpie. (laughs) Uh, He's going to roll over, look at the box, and just, like, punch it open. (laughs) Okay. You punch the box open. When it opens, this fish flaps out and slaps you in the face. I will murder everyone else. And then it, like, (laughs) in the river. So now you don't even have a fish. I'm going to scream out into the nothingness. You're going to have to try harder, bitch. (laughs) Charge is going to still be on the ground. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I love the scene that, like, literally shipwreck, char on the ground, (laughs) 
getting hit in the face by a fish. Zem yelling out at the tree line. Ah! Punch in the air like, I'm gonna get you! <laughs> uh-huh. But you... Uh... I'm gonna take the metal container and chuck it in the river because <laughs> there was nothing else in there, right? There was nothing else in there. It is empty. Was it like lead-lined? Like, could we have used this? We have a bag of holding. <laughs> it was pretty heavy. You could put put it in the bag of holding, though, probably, maybe. Shara's in the wind-up stage. Are we keeping this? <laughs> I mean, I'm busy yelling at the sky, so <laughs> I'm not seeing you do this. If you do this, it's... I'll tell you what. I'm going to roll a D100. Just roll a D2. No. <laughs> With D100s are way more fun. That's D10. That's a D100. 50 and over, I'm chucking it. That's a D2. Nope. D100s are more fun to you roll. You threw it back into the... I'm sorry. 16. Nope. He goes I in missed. the wind-up. No, he goes to wind-up, and like halfway through, he's like, no, I'm keeping this, and then he like tries to hold on to it, and he, and he shot puts it into the woods. <laughs> that, or he completely holds on to it, and he takes him into the dirt again, like face yeah, yeah. <laughs> Face falls down again. (laughs) After you yell at the forest, you just turn over and be like, what was that? (laughs) Okay. But in all seriousness, we just, I almost died. Again. For reasons unknown. I really wish I had half the talent and ability that they seem to think that I do. You're fine. That was on me. That one. That one was on me. No, it's on me. He had an illusion on him. We shouldn't have gone. His bag had necrotic bullshit. The dream was a taunt. The rope was bullshit. <laughs> sure, still in the dirt. <laughs> Something that the two of you would notice about this man, though, was that he didn't lie to you the whole time. He didn't seem like he was being deceptive. Shar, when you when you tried to end that enchantment, it seemed to do something to him, and he was confused and felt Zem, that moment where he seemed to almost be two different people was confusing. You're not sure what to make of it. Do you recognize the speech pattern? I'm pretty positive it's What's her bitch? Mm-hmm. Allowing me to think my dream was peaceful. But you thought the exact opposite, which is why this was my fault. But it was weird, though. Why was he dressed like somebody from the garden? That is weird. So that we trusted him more? Maybe not. So that we were more suspicious, but why? I don't know, but maybe he was actually from the garden. At one point in time. I don't know. I mean, monks do leave. They can. They tend not to, but... I mean, you saw his bandages, too. His wrappings. Yeah. I don't know. It clearly wasn't him that we were talking to. For the most part, I think it was. I think it was... Like he was a familiar... But, like, you think his brain was there, but he was totally okay with having strength he shouldn't have? No, I mean, I think he actually was that strong. I think it's like Torah. Torah acts independent of you when you're not seeing through it, right? Humans can be familiars? I don't know. I was just using an example. Sorry, still in the dirt. Not in anything that I've read. Okay, well... Maybe, maybe they can be, but that's the closest thing that I can think of. I don't like it. I'm taking this metal box and shuffling it. No. <laughs> See if this box is something you can use. This is a piece of junk. I'm just kidding. The <laughs> shark smacks the oar over the <laughs> over the boat. It um, is. It just seems like a metal box. I mean, we can take it to the dwarves yeah. and see if they can use it for anything or create something or whatever. I don't know. Was there any extra rope on the boat? 
There's the rope like, that I you know were that, using. Like, there's like the rope. Sometimes it's like tied to like tires on the edges of boats, depending on like river runners. The only rope that was left is the rope that you had tied to the the boat that you used to pull them in. But it is 50 feet of hemp rope. Yeah, I'm adding that. Always rope. Did we land on the same side of the river? No, you're on the opposite bank. Where you were headed. Okay. Just down further. Mission failed successfully. <laughs> yeah, you're down a lot further than you, you had hoped you'd be. but So are we exactly where we started, but on the other side of the river? No, you're <laughs> further south. Fuck. So you all are probably like down here-ish. No, but on the other side, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but like, but like over here. You were hoping to get like up in here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But you ended up a lot further south. It'll just add a little extra, little extra walking. I'm going to take an oar and the box and walk off into the earth. No. (laughs) (laughs) But you both dust yourselves off. You start heading back north where you need to go. Soaked, already sort of exhausted. Speaking of which, Shar, roll me one more con save for that whole thing. 17. All right. You managed to not be exhausted. Zem, however, roll me a constitution save. I'm exhausted. Zem, you have one level of exhaustion. That whole thing was rough. Oh, wait. Yeah, no. Sorry. I'm like, oh, I ha- like, I'm actually proficient in And then I realized that I still rolled real low. So even <laughs> with that, it's a seven. Okay. Uh, How do I add that? Oh, there it is. There's a little thing. But you head north. Eventually you do find the area where the rivers are more narrow, a little shallower. You can start crossing over. You find a safe place on one of the small islands uh, to make camp for the night. Anything the two of you want to do tonight? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm exa- I'm just exhausted. So I'm going to set alarm and like pass out. Sure. I'll probably do pretty much the same. I might stay up a little bit longer, but yeah. All right. It's pretty quiet. The two of you are tired. It was a rough day. You've got a lot of questions and no answers. You uh, make camp, immediately fall to sleep, immediately fall asleep. And that is where we are going to cut this episode. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. That was awful. That was fun. You can say it. (laughs) Y'all. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This is Leah back in to do the outro this week. I wanted to give a special shout out to our newest patron over on Patreon, and that's Jasper, or as some of you might know them, uh, Jeweled Crown over on Twitter. That's at J-E-W-E-L-L-E-D crown on twitter they have been so supportive of us uh on social media and we've just had a blast getting to know them uh and they've even gone so far as supporting us thank you so much everyone go give them a follow on twitter on instagram same handle at jeweled crown they do really cool art design and commissions as well as some uh creations of like weapon magic item design super creative awesome, awesome stuff. They're also planning to potentially be releasing a book of magic items at some point, which I know I will be rushing out to get because yes, please. And on top of that, they're planning to start their own D&D podcast called Disasters and Demons. Uh, That is at DND Demons on Twitter. Give that a follow so you know the moment that goes live because I know I'll be listening. This month over on Patreon, we have a a goal of trying to hit 10 patrons. We are at nine. So if there's anybody out there listening who loves Slay the Stars, you want to support us, that would be a great way to do it. 
patreon.com slash slay the stars. Our patrons get access to behind the scenes stuff, uh, early access to some of our side projects, monthly AMAs. It's a great time. We really appreciate and love everybody who goes that little extra step to show us that support. It means the world. And I think that about does it for me today. We love you all. Persomnia ad astra. Stay tuned. Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening.